Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Daily Gloss. This is Steph, and this is Lynn. Oh my gosh, Lynn's back on again. Third yes. episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> How do you feel about the transition? I feel good. Um, every other week is mm-hmm. kind of what we've been doing, and it's yeah. been good. I feel like um, I'm definitely like able to spend time with Jem and Jill on the off week, mm-hmm. and then like gear up for. Um, episode recording yes. so, yeah it's been good yeah i feel like i think you guys are liking it to you listeners because it gives you guys something to look forward to yeah. you know yeah. it's like oh yeah this week's with steph and the next mm-hmm. week's oh steph and lynn um do you have any updates for us updates while you were gone <laughs> <laughs> well, um you know i guess like nothing um about the past i guess i'll mm-hmm. just t- kind of talk about life updates um i am i don't even know three weeks into work now back oh, to yeah. work mm-hmm. um and that's been super cool it uh, it's definitely gotten a lot easier as you know the days go by and i heard that from a lot of moms when mm-hmm. i like kind of expressed on social media just how um sad i was about going back to work and a lot of moms reached out to me and were like Hey, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard, but it gets easier, you know. Every Do you feel day. like it's been easier now? Um, uh, yes, okay. I think it does. Um, it does feel easier. Um, and I think because, at least for me, like when you get back into work, you just have so much to do, mm-hmm. work related. Yeah. Um, that you ca- that needs all of your focus, and so you don't. I don't add this like you I, just no, right. You're like I don't have the mentality yeah. to think about my child right yeah. now. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of sad. Okay, mm-hmm. just saying that out loud. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Like okay, so you rather be at work mm-hmm. thinking about work than your child. And okay, yes, if you guys want to be judgmental or you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is sad. Yeah, but that's the reality that some of us live in. Mm-hmm. You know, where we don't have the freedom to be stay-at-home moms um or we might not want to be you know Mm -hmm. and that's okay too yeah um if you want to be a working parent that's totally fine Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i also feel like maybe speaking for you maybe if i am speaking for you but i feel like for me i don't feel or i don't have the mentality of like oh i wonder if miles is okay Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. because i trust the people that he's with yeah yeah and i don't know if that's for you with Gemma too where it's like okay I'm just going to mm-hmm. trust him yeah. that everything's going to be fine. Yeah. She'll get home safe. Yeah. yeah. I definitely felt nervous at first just because mm-hmm. it's like it's your baby mm-hmm. and you're just like, will they know how to comfort her? Yeah. Will they know how to take care of her? Will they know what she wants mm-hmm. when she does this or yeah. this, you know? Um, but after like a week of it or, you know, whatever amount of time I needed, I I trust um my the caretaker Mm -hmm. um but there i think if it was a new person like let's say like daycare yeah Yeah. or just a new child care experience Mm -hmm. i will always kind of at first have that oh yeah that like oh my gosh i don't know like i am nervous about Mm -hmm. you watching my baby just because you don't know um how it's gonna go right but after you know they do it for a while then you know you would eventually feel more comfortable with it mm-hmm. and so now like i think i'm definitely at a place where it's like i i don't think about Gemma, and i don't worry like oh is she okay 
Like, mm-hmm. I worry about work <laughs> right? <laughs> when I'm working because mm-hmm. I know that she's being taken care of. Yeah, well, you know? for sure. Um, so, I mean, yeah, that is one update. Um, yeah, been going back to work and it's been a good transition. Um, I think there are still like little slivers of moments where I'm like sad because it's like, dang, I wish I could be with my baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I don't know if that necessarily means I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. But I think it means, like, life's not fair. Yeah. You know? And how it just sucks that, like, you can't be both. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or you, not that you can't be both, that you can't have both. Yeah. That you can't work and have the satisfaction of work. Because, you know, mm-hmm. some of us like having work, you know. Right. You can't have that and the financial stability with that. And then you can't have time with your baby either. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you have to pick. And it's it just sucks, you know, that life's not fair. Um, but yeah, that is my life update. Well, Mother's Day is coming up, but that's still a month for now. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Andrew's yeah. like, what's the next holiday after Easter? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mother's Day. He's like, wait, what do you want? <laughs> He's like, I need to start preparing now. I'm dead. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about it too. I was like, oh, it is Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I think about Mother's Day, I think about my mom. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, my mom, true. my mother-in-law. I don't mm-hmm. think about myself because yeah, yeah. it's still so new to us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, so when you guys listen to this, it'll be um, April. It'll be after Easter. Yeah, after Easter. Mm-hmm. But before, but while we're recording this, it is after, or before Easter. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that to say, um, last year on April 8th, um, so yeah, last year on April 8th, um, I found out that I was pregnant. Oh and my so gosh. as we're recording this episode, it is. Today is. <laughs> today is the second. Oh, yeah. I think. The third. The oh, third. dang it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> today's the third y'all but in in five days um it's gonna be the eighth and i'm gonna be celebrating one year yeah one year oh finding out that we were pregnant with Gemma, and mm-hmm. so that's just so crazy that, that is that you know it's one year now mm-hmm. so yeah that feeling is gonna be even crazier when Gemma turns one oh, yes. and you're gonna look at all her pictures and be like that was Last year, because I, I had that same thought where um, me and Andrew were looking through our pictures because mm-hmm. I'm trying to um, declutter my photo album. Yeah. And Andrew's like, oh, look at this photo from last April. <laughs> Miles was like seven months. Yes. I was like, what? Because mm-hmm. this kid is wild right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it just, it gets like crazier. Yeah. Because you're like, time is so fast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you probably feel that way from being pregnant to now where you're like Gemma's hair yeah I was pregnant this long yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's so crazy Mm -hmm. so um yeah my update is we'll be celebrating I mean I'll be celebrating that mentally if you listen to Lynn and I's episode motherhood and life updates Mm -hmm. we talked about how Lynn took so long to get to this journey and Mm -hmm. how hard it was for this journey so that's why it's so beautiful to celebrate this you know and Mm -hmm. to cherish and be like this day is actually really special because my prayer was answered yeah 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 Mm -hmm. um for me let's see I feel like I don't really have any life updates besides work I already update y'all this past week (laughs) 
<laughs> in the last episode. Yes, listen to it, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Get yourself some lucky girl yes. syndrome. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So if you guys want to know, last week I talked about the lucky girl syndrome. I'm in my lucky girl era. I'm like <laughs> claiming that for 2023. <laughs> when you guys listen to this, I will be celebrating my niece's birthday. And I'm probably... Our family's probably going to celebrate Easter as mm-hmm. well. I don't know how that's going to go since mm-hmm. this year it's cold. Well, oh, this yeah. week, yeah, yeah, the Easter weekend's supposed to be warm, but oh, it's yeah. Minnesota. We just had a snowstorm. Yeah, we <laughs> literally just had a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah, and that was like two days ago. So, And they said in five days, it's going to be 60 degrees. Like, yeah, that doesn't crazy. make sense. <laughs> we'll, yeah. see, we'll see Minnesota. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if... We're gonna do any Easter egg hunt. Mm. I don't know. You do? Do your family do it? Um, both uh, my in laws and my family does it. Okay. But like Joe and I have never really like done it because you know mm-hmm. we don't have kids. Yeah. Or no, I mean now we do, but you know previously we didn't right. have kids, so I guess we would just go and like hang out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While the kids ran around. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like Gemma's still too little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we're. Um, both my families are doing a Southern okay. Easter, but we're not attending either. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it just so happens we're busy. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. No, that's okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my family's going to celebrate Easter. I don't know if we're going to Easter egg hunt based on the weather. Mm-hmm. It's all based on the weather. You guys don't ever do it inside. We do, mm-hmm. but it's just so chaotic. Oh, yeah. I mean, we have like, I think eight kids now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it keeps growing. It used to be two. <laughs> yeah. And then now it keeps growing. Now so. it just gets more yeah. expensive. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's all the updates that I, would, I have. This week, we're going to answer mm. all the questions you guys had for us. Some of these questions were sent while Lynn was on leave, and mm. I didn't want to answer answer them by myself because mm-hmm. I felt like it would it would just be too biased I guess mm-hmm. and like I wanted you guys to have more perspective than just mine so I waited until Lynn's back for all of these questions to the be patience. answered yeah <laughs> so if you guys submitted a question and you're like Stephanie where the heck is my answer um it's here today Woo. keep listening <laughs> and yeah so thank you guys so much for sending in questions we just chose a few of them Mm -hmm. that we felt like you know we'll give you guys an insight about us and a few advice that we can give to those who did ask questions or ask advice for i hope this gives you guys an insight of who we are as well i know we did do a q a before Mm -hmm. but i feel like the more we answer questions for you guys then we have a better connection as yeah. you know host and listeners yeah. and create a community and that's really what Lynn, yeah. Lynn and I truly want yeah. out of this podcast yep. is creating a community with you guys all right first question is what is the last song on your Spotify <laughs> if you listen to Spotify yes. <laughs> yeah I like how this person uses Spotify or like it's very particular. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what if I use I I use Spotify? So mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that until you said like yeah. if you use Spotify. Um, but funny. Um, Joe and I just bought a Spotify 
like premium. Mm-hmm. So we have the duo. Okay. So yep. the, both of us have like Spotify premium accounts or whatever. Um, because like I've been trying to like not buy any kind of um, subscription mm-hmm. just because I feel like it's a waste of money. Like yeah. it's okay. I'll just stick with the ads. <laughs> you know, like it's okay. And I've been doing that for like ever. Mm-hmm. And then finally I was just like, you know what? I need Spotify Wait, premium. Wait, is the basic Spotify have ads? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Really? Even yeah. if you pay for it? Oh, oh, not the not the one that you pay for. Oh, not the, the one ba- you pay for. Okay. Um, the the free one. There's free in yeah. the premium. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the free one has ads, and you can't. You you only have like a certain amount of skips. Yeah, I remember a certain that. amount of mm-hmm. skips. Um, and a certain amount of like. Well, it kind of works the same, but like where you, if you don't like the song, you click like a, a block. Oh yeah, I don't know. and then it skips the song, but you can only do that so often. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I just like listened to so many ads that it was just like I'm done. I need to pay <laughs> for Spotify. So we finally did it. Yeah. I think like we just did it, like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have a lot of Alexa homes. Oh, yeah. Um, around the house, like one in the kitchen, one in the living room. I have one in the office. Um, and I listen to music like, yeah. as we are just around the house. Mm-hmm. And I hate ads. Yeah. And so finally, I was like, you know what? I can't. <laughs> it is worth it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so finally, I got Spotify Premium. I There's like different levels of premium. Mm-hmm. I think they all work the same, but yeah. it's like family plan. And then, there, yeah, there's like a duo where mm-hmm. it's like you're in a household mm-hmm. and then, yeah, family. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do you have a Spotify? Um, me and Andrew did. Mm-hmm. And then because we have YouTube premium, oh. it comes with YouTube music. Oh, okay. So it's the mm-hmm. same music streaming mm-hmm. system. And so we're like, why are we paying for two? Oh, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we have Spotify now, um, and because I have a, um, I just what is it called, Alexa Home? Oh yeah, or, or you know those little things. Um, in my office, I listen to music as I work, and so um, today my Spotify told me that Hillsong United uh, just released a new single, and so I was like, wait, or an, a new album. Oh, they released a new album. Uh, yeah, I think it's a new album. I'm looking at my phone right now. They just yeah. released a new album. And so I was curious and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, let me listen to it. So then I was listening to this album today. And so the last song I listened to was called Here Now by an M- empty tome, tome, tomb <laughs> just beyond the city walls. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking about Combo. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and this is Hillsong United and Joel Houston. Um, do I actually know this song? No. no. <laughs> because I was just listening to a new album. So I'm kind of bummed that my answer to this question is yeah. not a song that I know. <laughs> what is the song that you specifically chose today um, that you wanted to listen to? So not not necessarily a song, but okay. an artist and an album, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I've been on a Taylor Swift quick, quick. What the heck is wrong <laughs> with my words? Kick. Yeah. I've been on a Taylor Swift kick, and I've been listening to 
both her reputation and her 1989 album. Mm-hmm. Like, I just go back and forth. Like, if I listen to one album, I'll listen to the other. Yeah. And so that's been, like, my go-to lately. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Taylor Swift? We we are Swifty girls. Yes. Okay. So don't hate. Yes. <laughs> and we are mad. We didn't, yeah. we don't, we didn't get tickets. Seriously. I'm, like, still so mad. <laughs> and I'm not trying to spend so much money yeah. on people trying to resell their tickets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, that's super crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, okay, crazy story about Spotify is that when I went to North Central, Spotify was a free, like, oh really, ad, app or something like that uh-huh. that we could download onto our laptop and mm-hmm. have it. And I remember downloading it and no one used it. And I remember oh. using Spotify forever. Oh wow! And. There was no ads, no skips. Like you, it was just like iTunes. Like, did North Central provide it? Yeah. What? Yeah, North Central was like, there's this new thing. Like, you guys mm-hmm. can, you know, listen to music. And I was like, mm-hmm. sure, I'll download this for music because mm-hmm. I didn't like iTunes mm-hmm. um, because you had to download or buy the music. And mm-hmm. so I was like, Spotify, sure, it's a streaming service. Like, I yeah. just remember searching up artists, creating playlists. Mm-hmm. And then when it had ads and skips, I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, wait, what did I do? Uh-huh. And then that's when I learned that, like, they wow. changed it to that. Uh-huh. And then you had to subscribe and pay for mm-hmm. it. But yeah, anyone who can do ads, man, props to y'all because <laughs> I have premium on everything. <laughs> Yeah. yeah i did it for a while oh my gosh do you have pre- youtube premium oh no okay yeah if you go to youtube premium there's no going back really yeah like there's literally no going back do you like just watch like what do you do with it youtube, YouTube premium yeah i just watch all my youtube videos with no ads no ads no breaks nothing like okay you know how when you click a video, it'll go into ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, so do you watch like vlogs mm-hmm. and like, okay. Yeah, okay. I just watch a bunch of vlogs. Well, me, Andrew, I did the family. So mm-hmm. it's, um, I think Rose, Teresa, Tommy, me and Andrew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I don't know what, we all probably just watch the same thing. But Rose just watched <laughs> dramas. So <laughs> that's why she wanted YouTube premium. But you can watch dramas on YouTube? Yeah, just Thai, Thai dramas. Okay. Yeah, because they upload it on there. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And that's the reason why I bought YouTube Premium because I was watching... Um, what is that? What is that Chinese movie that was... I mean, drama was so popular with. Dong Ming Su. What is that? Oh, oh Media gosh. Garden. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I was watching the Thai Media Garden, uh-huh. which is so good. I think pe- mm-hmm. it's so underrated because I thought it was really good. I had to buy YouTube Premium because I could not... With yeah. the ads. I was like, I cannot with the ads. I have to buy it. And then I was like, I'll cancel it after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't go back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, how did I do ads mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. this? But because of that, I had to cancel Spotify. <laughs> and the last song that I listened to was by NF. Um, what's his full name? He's a rapper. And his song was called The Search. Mm. Is that from his newest album? That was... No, it was from... He had two albums after that one. Mm -hmm. But that one's the the most popular one since... It was right before COVID. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I really like him. I forgot who his full name is. Sorry. I just remember his first name is Nate something. That's why his name is NF. But I really, really love his music. I think the reason I love his rapping style is because it's very poetic mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and andrew we were like 
we can never get his lyrics down because the yeah. way he raps is so poetic that you're like, oh my gosh, it's so, mm-hmm. it's really deep. Mm-hmm. It's deep meaning. And his album, The Search, and that song was um, my favorite album. Yeah. yeah. I told Andrew, like, when I was going through a lot of mental health, I mm-hmm. sent that whole album to Andrew. Mm-hmm. And I, I told him, like, every word he's saying is how my brain is wired. Mm-hmm. And that gave Andrew mm-hmm. so much insight to mental health where he was mm-hmm. like, holy crap, like, mm-hmm. that's a lot of mm-hmm. things to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how mental health is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that was the last song I listened to. Wow. Yeah. And I... I'm crossing my fingers to get his tickets mm-hmm. on Wednesday morning oh, to go to his luck. concert. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. Because he did the verified fan thing like mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. Yeah. So, and I Were didn't, you a verified fan? With Taylor well, Swift? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I wasn't either. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. And my, I have an account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my sister-in-law, she was verified. Okay. And she didn't even get tickets. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So, I heard that even if you're verified, you don't. Yeah. If you didn't get selected, you yeah. don't get a ticket. And I was like, "That's so stupid." Yeah. Because I, well, I made all my brothers mm-hmm. <laughs> get an account in case they get mm-hmm. the tickets, and mm-hmm. I don't. But that's ugh. a smart idea. Yeah. Wow. I was yeah. like, everybody sign up to be verified because if I don't get it, at least mm-hmm. you guys have my credit card on mm-hmm. your account. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so. That's what we're doing. We're like, hopefully we get tickets. Yeah. 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 Hopefully you guys do. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we're we're so sad. Not Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm still so mad because it looks so good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. On it TikTok. Really, yeah. I was like, can you guys stop showing me videos? I'm pissed. <laughs> really? I'm the opposite. I'm like, I can't be there. Yeah. Take all the videos. <laughs> I need to live. Yeah. <laughs> I was like watching it. I was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah. I didn't get tickets. <laughs> Dude, all her outfits are so, so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you knew what era she was yes. in. I was like, oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so mad. And even like in the videos where she performed, mm-hmm. I was like, girl, girl was slaying. Yeah. Seriously. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew was like, I don't want to watch it. He's like, we didn't get tickets. I don't want to see any of that. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I think we just knew that he would, like, he, we just knew that she was going to sing, like, yeah. all her songs. Yeah. And that's what, it, that's why we're very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Not because, like, oh, we didn't get to go with Taylor Swift. It's because we knew this concert mm-hmm. was going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it was going to be amazing because it's every single album. Yeah. It's not just one dedicated mm-hmm. album. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's why yeah. it's heartbreaking. It sucks. So yeah. maybe Taylor Swift, if you're, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to us. <laughs> do another concert do another one. here, please. Or another tour. Yeah. Again. Era's number two. Yes. <laughs> Around two. Because we need it. Um, I wish she opened more. Yeah. Like in more cities. Like mm. she held more concerts. But I guess she's yeah. already yeah. holding a lot. And she, I mean, I don't know how they do it. It's yeah, so exhausting. That's true. So I wanna I wanna be like, yeah, take a break, but also more. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, next question that we have from mm-hmm. you guys is favorite movie. I don't know if this question means favorite movie of all times or just one of your favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> it is whatever you wanna interpret yeah. it as. I'll answer as of all time. Okay. So my favorite movie of all time. Which is really interesting because it's my favorite movie of all time, but I would not rewatch it. Oh, really? Yeah. 
And I'll explain why. Okay. So my favorite movie of all time is La La Land. Okay, yep. So La La Land, if you guys don't remember or if you haven't watched it, mm-hmm. is um, a kind of like a musical movie about a guy and a girl who both have ambitious dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy wants to open his own jazz club. And then the girl wants to be like an actress, mm-hmm. like a famous actress um and you follow along in their journey um the reason why it's my favorite movie of all time is because um this one day joe was just like hey let's go watch a movie uh, and i was like okay so we went to go watch a movie at the theater and like the thing the thing is uh, he picked the movie and i didn't even know what the movie was about besides like oh we're gonna go watch a movie called la la land you know yeah and then he told me oh we're gonna go watch a musical and i hate musicals <laughs> Like, um, not not like um, Broadway musicals. Mm-hmm. Like, I like those. But like... In movies? Yeah, movie mi- musicals is kind of like... I don't know. To me, it's just... What? Like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make sense. It's not the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm already going to hate this. <laughs> because he told me it's a musical. Yeah. Right? So I went in with the expectation of hating it. And then, like, I came out, like, do this movie, like, made me cry. Oh, like, yeah. it pulls my heartstrings. I have never felt so, like, real mm-hmm. and, like, like found by a yeah. movie. Um, and, I, and the reason I think I felt so much watching this movie is because I went in with no expectation mm-hmm. besides, oh, I think I'm going to hate this movie. And then oh, it just, yeah. like, blew me away. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, like was like, oh, you're not expecting anything? Okay. Yeah. Well, here's everything. You right. Know? And I was so shocked at how good it was. Was it just a random one you guys decided to go to or uh, Joe wanted to see it? It was just random. Okay. We were just trying to do like a movie date night. Okay. And I think he just picked a movie. Oh, okay. Like, out of... He's probably like, I think Lim might like this because yeah. it looks cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. For sure. Um, And so, Yeah. That's why it's my favorite movie because I have never watched a movie where I felt like I knew exactly how they felt. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was so good. Yeah. Um, the reason why I would not watch it ever again is because I I know that it would not replicate that same feeling. Again, oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to watch something and mm-hmm. not have that same feeling. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why. Because it was so special. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was truly so special for me that it's just like, it's kind of like when you talk about how um, uh, you love um, Jenny Han. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, like they just like were so special to you. Yeah. That you can't re- you can't watch, watch the, yeah. the, the movie. Yeah. I think. The movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you feel like like it's not gonna live up to yeah what how it, it yeah <laughs> everything yeah. that you felt yep. yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so that's basically me where mm-hmm. it's like yeah I I love this movie so much because it like like I experienced something so special with it yeah that I know I'm not gonna experience it again mm-hmm. so but you never know <laughs> I feel like when you love something so special and when mm-hmm. you rewatch it. In a different season of your life, mm-hmm. it becomes a different meaning. Yeah. For me, like with the Jenny Han books, mm-hmm. like I love both of her series to mm-hmm. other boys I've loved before and The Summer I Turned Pretty. Mm-hmm. When I read The Summer I Turned Pretty, 
last summer, um, it hit me, or is it last fall? It hit me so differently. The show is out on Amazon, but um, Amazon Prime, but I didn't watch it because mm-hmm. I was like, let me reread this and mm-hmm. like, let me get back into it because I read it every summer. Yeah. And then when I read it, oh my gosh, it hit me so hard, oh, really? like so differently mm-hmm. because um, in the book, their mom passes away with cancer, right? Mm-hmm. And it just hit me because I was like, wow, I never thought that I would. Mm-hmm. relate to this book yeah. because of just this little thing mm-hmm. and how she had to leave her kids behind mm-hmm. and I was like wow like that's my nephew like mm-hmm. he probably feels this way like so much emotions that's unexplainable mm-hmm. and so I was like man this book brought me a whole new level yeah. <laughs> like in my season of parenthood or if you're in a season of relationship you know mm-hmm. anything that's new in your life like it can make you have a different perspective of yeah. it yeah that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Maybe I'll rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, for me, okay, there's one movie, unlike Lynn, that I can watch over and over. <laughs> <laughs> that I can watch over and over again, and it's The Parent Trap. Oh, really? Yeah, I can watch that movie forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone who likes to know what happens too. Mm-hmm. So watching something like that over and over, like just is comforting to me. Mm. And mm. I've watched the 1960 version and then the 1995 version. I like the Lindsay Lohan a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, just I think because it's more modern and more humorous. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I think it's just, it gives you so much, um, one is humorous and then mm-hmm. two, you're like, oh, love. Like <laughs> it gives you faith in love again yeah. where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, this these two parents, like, they just had bad communication and mm-hmm. then their kids brought them back together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I just feel like the humor in that was, yeah, like, as even as Kitty, um, it kind of gives you, like, that spark of, like, yeah, I would do that, too. Yeah. If my parents, mm-hmm. like, broke up for, like, dumb reasons, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I made my niece <laughs> then watch it and they were like, what's this? I don't want to watch this. And then... so. Once it started getting into like the start, the plot, they were like, mm. "Oh, this is funny." Yeah. yeah. So I could oh, I could watch the Parent Trap over and over and over again. Yeah. But to the fact that Lynn said like a very very special movie mm-hmm. um, that you feel like makes you move. Mine was The Greatest Showman. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and that's funny because they both kind of came out the same time. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. I mean, we did watch La La Land too. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't remember La La Land. Mm-hmm. A lot I- of. So a lot of people thought it was boring. Oh, and really? I, t- I totally understand because it's really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I think I I was just mad that they didn't... Um, at the end, like, they were just oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that was... I think I wasn't satisfied with that. Yeah. Because I'm like, you guys could have went no different route. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. Oh, really? Because that felt real to mm-hmm. me. You know, that they both realized that they can't achieve their dreams. Yeah. Together. together sorry yeah. spoiler spoiler <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then i love the greatest showman because mm-hmm. like just like la la land like it's all about ambition and mm-hmm. achieving your dream and the greatest showman i like cried yeah. when the little boy sang yeah and i told andrew's like what the heck and i told him that for some reason all of those words make mm-hmm. sense to me because mm-hmm. i think as someone who's been a dreamer as a kid mm-hmm. like it all made sense and so yeah. that was a movie that i was like wow i absolutely yeah. felt the emotions of yeah. like highs and lows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the next question is, what's your favorite sport? <laughs> this is a, such a funny question. Whoever yeah. asked this, yeah. do you even know us? <laughs> oh, wait, you don't. <laughs> That's what yeah. you're asking. I'm just kidding. I mean, okay. In high school, I did track, mm-hmm. but it's not my favorite. I mm-hmm. felt like I only did track because my friends, they were like, let's do track. It's like the least sportiest of the sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, but I would say favorite sport. I'm not athletic at all. Me too. Like, at <laughs> all. Okay? Like, no coordination. Same. I hated gym. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, but I could watch sports. Mm-hmm. And I think the f- one sport that I could watch is obviously UFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even then, that's probably not... I don't know if people consider that as a real sport, but... Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, like Stephanie, I'm not athletic. Um, let let me just start with this. I hate sweating. <laughs> so if if sweating has it like if it, has it to involves sweating, yeah, yeah I'm done yeah no I'm not even gonna try <laughs> you know um so I think my favorite sport quote unquote sport is swimming oh, oh yeah I can't even swim <laughs> but the reason why I say swimming is because you know you're just in the water mm-hmm. you're not you can't sweat because yeah you're in, you're in the water you know um uh, yeah so I. I mean, I like to be in the water, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily swimming. I, although I wish I could swim, oh, I, yeah. I don't think I can. Yeah, like I'll learn what Gemma learns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We definitely want to put her in swim class because mm-hmm. uh, we need somebody to be Yeah, a We need someone with survival skills <laughs> <laughs> between the two of us. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you watch sports when Joe watches any or no? No. Okay. Yeah, if he's, okay, me too. Yeah, if he's watching something, I just go to my own <laughs> because yeah it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't really interest me mm-hmm. yeah and so and no hate if you love sport yeah we're yeah. just not sporty girls yeah. yeah sorry if that's a disappointment <laughs> um the next question uh they really of, don't know <laughs> yeah, it's really funny but i thought it would be fun to answer or what what we would say mm-hmm. um are you looking to date someone right now um, if you don't know, we're both married mm-hmm. um, to our husbands um, of a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm looking to date him, <laughs> my husband, <laughs> right now. Um, it's it's especially hard now that we have like a. I don't know if she's still considered an infant. Mm-hmm. Okay, I yeah. think they're considered infant until two. Until two. Oh mm-hmm. wow. Okay. Yeah. So she's still an infant, um, and like. Um, Gemma like needs to be held. She loves being held. She loves physical contact, and so like w- one of us is always holding her. Oh, you know, yeah. and we just have her hands full. And so I think when it comes to like being new parents or being parents in general, you don't really have time to like just spend time together as a couple mm-hmm. to like hang out, relax, catch up. You know, and so um. In all seriousness, I'm looking to date my husband. Yeah. Any chance I get. Um, and the end of April here, um, where we will be celebrating our sixth year anniversary. Yeah, anniversary. So, um, yeah, definitely looking to date. Yeah. <laughs> um, and ditto to that. <laughs> yes. When you get in parenthood, oh, my gosh, finding time for each other mm-hmm. is so hard. Yeah, it yeah. is. Some people are very fortunate to have help mm-hmm. in that area. Um, and I think like for me, I would be fortunate 
to have help in that area, but it's also like for uh, for Andrew and I, it's also hard for us to just leave Miles mm-hmm. at his age right now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for sure. And I think for me too, it's like like we both have like parents who can help watch mm-hmm. our children. Our yeah, but it's like for me that that mom guilt yeah. or that parent guilt kind of yeah. comes in where it's like, well, we work and so mm-hmm. we we don't even see our baby like yeah every day for eight hours so why would you want to like right sneak away or you know go on a date mm-hmm. and see a baby even less right know? and so that's kind of the the other challenge of mm-hmm. like i don't want to leave my baby more mm-hmm. and then it's also like the the other thought of like oh like i don't want to keep leaving my baby with um the uh, caretaker yeah you know because i don't want to burden them yeah. you know and so there's like so many things so many it. Yeah. So many mental like mm-hmm. tr- tricks mm-hmm. that keeps repeating your head, even though neither of them are yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. And you're probably not a burden and you're it's it's probably OK mm-hmm. for you. To yeah. Leave. I'm the problem. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's me. Yes. <laughs> if you guys didn't get that Taylor Swift. That's um, a Taylor Swift reference. <laughs> yes. Um. Yep. Talk about dating. Okay, Lynn, what do you think is the biggest red flag in a guy? And I don't know, like maybe this could pertain to you mm-hmm. or if you want to speak in general. Yeah. Like is okay. Is the red flag big or like little? Because the big red flag for me is cheating. Okay. Like, yeah. Even if the guy was like a previous cheater mm-hmm. and like like let's Let's say like you, you met this dude and you started dating him, and then you found out that he cheated on his ex. But he's he seems really committed to you. Mm-hmm. Like he might change. To me, that's like a big red big flag. Red flag. No, okay. like there's no forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think, like you can't let that slide. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I think that is a red flag that I would never just like. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like sure, you might have you might cha- you might be a new person now, mm-hmm. but I can't fully trust yeah. you until mm-hmm. it's been proven yeah 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 and so i would never give that person a chance um little red flags i think if he's messy okay like that's just disgusting to me you know like, <laughs> that's lynn's ick <laughs> yeah it's just like if if you're he mess- can be mess uh, he can't be messy but i can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know like and I, I mean i don't mind if he's meant like mentally or emotionally messy like that's okay we can work work that out you know but i think like fizz like um like tangible messy oh yeah like oh your car is really gross oh yeah like there's trash everywhere in Mm -hmm. your car you're you leave your clothes in there like to me that's just like mm, yeah like i think you should tidy up right (laughs) you You should grow up a little bit (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. i don't know for me like kind of like then if it if it's pertaining to like something big and noticeable mm. it would really be how they treat your family mm. like do they want to meet your family mm-hmm. or do they not want to meet your family mm-hmm. can they hold a conversation with your family mm. you know whether your family likes them or not for them to go out of their way and be more kind and be the bigger person mm-hmm. um and if they're not doing that i think that's a red flag because mm-hmm. they just can't 
align with your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. for me, it that was like my biggest thing with Andrew too. It's like, yeah. if you don't get along with my family, it's not going to work in our relationship. Yeah. 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 Obviously, mm-hmm. if you're not close to your family, it could be different. Mm-hmm. But small red flag. Hmm. Man. <laughs> this is so hard because I feel like there's a lot. Uh-huh. But and then, then to just pick one. Yeah, then to just pick one, it's like, man, we could do a whole episode yeah. about this. <laughs> yeah. We should. <laughs> we should do a whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, a small red flag and a guy for me. I think it's someone who... Okay, I don't know how... To, I don't know what the right term is, but if a guy, his insecurity shows by saying this, like, I can't believe that you would choose me. Oh, you know what I mean? Like insecure, someone who's just so insecure, but they don't show it. Okay, when you're in a relationship, you Mm. think that that is so cute. Like, of course, I would choose you. Yeah. And then when they say that, you're like, that's actually a sign of insecurity. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess that's also a sign of manipulation for you to feel like, oh, yeah, like I chose you and Mm. like you're perfect. You're this kind of person. Mm. That is actually a red flag. Mm. That was in my last relationship. When I thought about it, I was like, oh my mm. gosh, he groomed me mentally. Yeah. 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 So a sign, a big red flag is if he's insecure, y'all. Yeah. You can't fix that. Yeah. You cannot fix insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of um, Crazy Rich Asians mm-hmm. and um, the the couple like that the rich girl uh-huh. and where the i don't remember if he's poor but not well off guy married her oh yeah yep. and then he cheated on her yep and then at the end of the movie she says um i can't make you a man yeah uh, i don't remember the quote but she basically says Stephanie that, yeah says, you know where it's like um like only you can make yourself mm-hmm. a man not her yeah or not us or whatever yeah so, so yeah, you can't change people. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Next question. What do you dislike about yourself? Physically? Uh oh, oh, sorry. The question was what do you dislike about yourself? And I thought it'd be cool to talk about our physical dislike and then mm-hmm. also our personality dislike. Mhm. Man, physically, I think after going through delivery, mm-hmm. um I still have a lot of like, oh, like I'm not in my body yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that part of me, I'm still dealing with it, mm-hmm. like my physical appearance. Mm-hmm. But besides that, um, man, personally right now, I hate that I don't I don't have endurance to work out. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> like, I have the motivation. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes, I'm going to work out today. Yeah. But then my body's like, girl, you can't do anything. <laughs> like, I'm tired out. Yeah. So yeah. my physical appearance. Mm. Yeah. And I think also, like, in general, maybe in general, if I was talking about before pre, what, pre-pregnancy body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always say my arms. Like, I mm. always disliked my arm. Mm. Why? I always feel like in pictures, it looks so big, mm. you know, where it's like, oh, it's not toned mm. and it's like um, not slim either. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All that to say, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the reality. Of it. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Um, I think physically, the thing I dislike about myself the most is my pits. 
my oh, armpits. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Th- Me say, oh, like, I yeah. agree with her. <laughs> <laughs> she... she- <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, for me like my pits are really dark okay um and the re- i think the reason why they're really dark is because i used um this deodorant like l- like it was when i still lived in the apartment so okay. it was like long ago it feels long mm-hmm. in 2019 is 18 is when okay. we were still at our apartment and I used a deodorant that, like, irritated my armpits. Oh, gosh. And then, like, it kind of rashed my armpits. And then mm-hmm. now they're, like, dark. And, you know, like, I feel like magazines and, like, social media, like, nobody has dark armpits. Oh, You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. they just look so light, light. and, uh-huh. like, flawless. And so, for me, um, after my pits started getting dark, like, I don't really raise my hands or my arms anymore because I just feel so insecure oh, yeah. and so uncomfortable. And uh, I stopped using the deodorant because it started irritating my yeah. skin. Um, all that to say, like, I actually have been, like, looking for, like, um, dark spot remedies okay. for my armpits. And they've actually gotten lighter. Okay. But not – they're still dark. So, mm-hmm. like, yes, that's my physical – dislike about myself do you follow britney ballin on mm. youtube no. she's a mom she's uh-huh. a single mom and she was talking about that how mm. um if you guys don't know when you get pregnant your armpits gets dark oh really yeah oh. my armpit got really dark oh really and um but then it went away after delivery mm. and i was like this is never gonna go away. Yeah. Like I don't. I've never had this. So how do I deal with mm-hmm. this? I mean, it slowly went away, but I still have like um, it looks like stretch marks, you mm-hmm. know. And mm-hmm. she was telling me, telling me, she was <laughs> telling me in her YouTube uh, how she got rid of her dark armpit using ordinary's glycolic acid or something okay. like that on her armpit. It's meant for your face. It's like uh-huh. a toner. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's glycolic or hyaluronic acid one of them mm-hmm. and she said she used it and it's mm-hmm. only like 12 dollars, and mm-hmm. it worked i was gonna try it but okay you could you should yeah. probably try that because it's yeah more affordable remedy mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but wow yes so that's my insecurity mm-hmm. so it, it seems like we have upper <laughs> body yeah. insecurity guys <laughs> yeah and if you have insecurity too it's okay mm-hmm. there's always remedy like me i need to work out yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Lynn, there's probably a product that will help. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's there's solutions, yeah. you guys. Yeah. And I mean, the reality of it is nobody nobody, nobody cares yeah. except for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I even told Joe, like I hate my armpits, and he's like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Cause they're dark." Oh yeah. And he's like, "Who cares?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you're right. Who cares? But yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, right? You're just so. like it could be worse. Worst thing could happen. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is. What we dislike about ourselves physically, mm-hmm. personality. Have you thought of one? Um, I think personality. I think the fact that sometimes I come off too strong. Mm. Um, I'm just a very passionate person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's gaslighting, y'all. Yeah. I'm not a gaslighter. <laughs> um, no, I think... I like think, towards Joe or just in general? Yeah, just in general. Okay. I think um, the way I respond can come off really strong Mm. um or people can like 
read that as like, oh, she's mad or something. Oh, it's like that term resting B face, but oh, yeah. we have the resting B tone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have that all the time. <laughs> yeah, Joe's always like, are you mad? I'm, no, I'm not. I'm literally just talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also like when you're, um, kind of what Lynn said, when you're passionate about what you're going to say, yeah. you say it so fast mm-hmm. with so much energy mm-hmm. because you're trying to get the story across yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I get that. I feel like for me, I dislike that I'm very impatient. Mm. And that's like towards every aspect. Like in mm. my, even at work where I'm like, can y'all like uh-huh. email me? Like I yeah. emailed you in like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like respond to me quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And even with, you know, my own personal life, I get so impatient where I'm like, okay, Andrew, like how do you not? Like, think about these things. Mm-hmm. Like, let's hurry up and get going. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I'm a very go-go person. And yeah. That's not a good thing mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I feel like that makes you, like, kind of what Lynn said, it makes you come across like, mm-hmm. man, you're always mad or mm-hmm. rushing. But in fact, you're just like, this is my personality. Yeah. And you just have a lot of things going yeah. on in your head. And mm-hmm. you're like, we need to do this, this, and this, yeah. and this. So in order to do this, you need to do this, mm-hmm. you know. And when they're not at that pace, yeah, you you get frustrated, right? You know? mm-hmm. And then the rest and beat tone comes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'll, I think we have the same <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> issue we're, here. We're, we're we're processing the same thing. Yes. <laughs> we'll get healed later. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Lynn. What are you most proud of so far in your life? What am I most proud of so far in my life? Um, I would have to say. To be where I'm at career-wise. Mm-hmm. I think it's just so crazy that I am working from home, yeah. remote, for an awesome a marketing agency just with a great team and, like, great benefits. Mm-hmm. And to be making um, as much as I'm making. Yeah. Like, I never, ever thought that I would be here, mm-hmm. you know? Um and I think we, I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but like I worked in the coffee industry yeah. for so long um, during college and outside of college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that was part of my dream. And if you guys don't know, you don't work, you don't get a lot of money when mm-hmm. you work in the coffee shops. Um, but that was my dream. You yeah. know, so I was willing to like sacrifice financial stability yeah. for that, you know. Um, so it's just crazy that now I... In a new dream. Yeah. I'm yeah. in a new dream. I um, am financially stable. And it's just like, whoa, like, I never thought that I would be here. Um, but I'm so proud of where I'm at, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, that's good. Same with Lynn. I feel like being in my career now, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, I never yeah. thought I could be here. And mm-hmm. you just wouldn't think that people would give you the opportunity. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of your resume of your past history where Mm -hmm. you've worked and to be given the opportunity to do what you want to do what you dream of what you love like that's a dream in itself Mm -hmm. um and obviously i did talk about this in one of the episodes about getting to your career and not that your career defines your defines you at all like Mm -hmm. there's no that's not what we're saying here um, it doesn't define your identity. We're just saying like, man, we're just proud because we were 
like poor college students yeah. and then now yeah. we're like grown adults yeah and this is just a testament that if you're in a season of man i'm never gonna get there like trust mm-hmm. me you will get there yeah like someone yep. will open the door for you mm-hmm. someone would someone's gonna see how valuable you are yeah. and so keep going be proud of yourself of where you are now mm-hmm. too because we're definitely proud andrew reminds me that all the time every time i get into a financial rut of like mm-hmm. oh my gosh like we're never gonna be able to pay off all our school debt or yeah. our, you know, personal debt. And he would always say, like, Stephanie, you worked at a jewelry, yeah. like after college, mm-hmm. and then like look at you not working at, yeah, like here. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is not the end. Mm-hmm. Like this is just the beginning yeah. for the next step. And I'm like, yeah. oh man. Like when I look back, I'm like. Mm-hmm holy crap like yeah. we worked in like retail yeah yeah mm-hmm. and then now we're here in an actual career so yeah. that is what we are most proud of yeah. how many kids do you want to have wow thanks for this question guys <laughs> <laughs> as Lynn just gave birth <laughs> yeah so the funny thing and just to kind of give you guys insight of like how crazy and complicated like planning a family is mm-hmm. So, um, obviously you guys know that Joe and I, um, went through a journey of infertility. Um, so conceiving is kind of hard for us. Uh Um, but let's, let's kind of like leave that out of the equation right now and just talk about how family planning is so complicated. Like Steph and I just had kids, Mm -hmm. um, and we have to plan, okay, how far apart do we want our kids to be? Right. You know, if we want our kids to only be two years apart, that means that we have to get pregnant like the, next year. Right. You know, and so you think about it, if that's what you want, you know, and you conceive like right when you try, you're going to have a one year old mm-hmm. and you're going to be pregnant, pregnant, exhausted, tired. Yeah. And then by the time you do have your baby, you'll have like a newborn Mm -hmm. and a crazy two-year-old, Yeah, you know? A tantrum too, that's real. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and so it's just like family planning in general is so like complicated and like the thought you have to put into it and like, yeah, like that's even minus the whole like infertility stuff. Yeah. Um, If you struggle with um, like conceiving, then you have to plan even earlier. Like, okay, we have to try like Mm -hmm. because you just don't know, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, and so all that to say, that's a lot yeah. mentally. Um, but, but are you in a space where you're like, I, I can answer this question? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, okay. I just want to give you guys a glimpse of like how, how, yeah. how crazy it is, mm-hmm. you know, and major props to moms who do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I, we have friends who like have like kids back to back. Yeah. Kids a year apart. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like how Mm-hmm. Like when I was pregnant with no no kid, yeah. like <laughs> I was laying on the bed, <laughs> yeah, exhausted, and so yeah. it's crazy. Um, but how many kids do I want to have? So for a very long time, I've wanted just two, mm-hmm. um, and I for sure know that I want to have another kid after Gemma. Um, but I kind of started thinking about it, um, and was like, dang. Like, if I have a boy after, uh, as my second kid, like, Gemma would never know what it's like. And I stopped there. Gemma Mm -hmm. would never know what it's like to have a sister. Yeah. And, like, that breaks my heart Mm -hmm. because, like, I love that I have sisters. Yeah. And I love that 
I have a special relationship with my sisters. And mm-hmm. that's like a relationship that's so different from even like you, you and I like yeah. as best friends, you mm-hmm. know? And so like that just made me sad. And so now I'm kind of like sitting in this place of like, well, then do I want to have more yeah. kids? Be, you know, right. So that they can experience what it's like to have like siblings, siblings, you yeah. know, um, but at the same time, I'm like, but it's so like mentally exhausting. Yeah. Um, and just like it needs so much from you. Mm-hmm. So right now I say two, but there's like a part of me that's like, I want them to experience yeah. my experience. Like, right. Of what it's like to have siblings that you can lean on, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And if you guys didn't know, Aunt Lynn and I, we grew up with a lot of siblings. Yeah. So it's not that we don't want to have a lot of kids because we grew up with a lot of siblings. But mm. then we also have the other point of view of like because i grew up with so much siblings it was so fun and it's so good because Mm -hmm. like lynn said you have people to lean on you have people to talk to Mm -hmm. um and family gatherings just fun Mm -hmm. yeah for me i feel the exact same way as lynn i think two would be ideal Mm -hmm. um just because for me i know mentally i cannot handle more than two (laughs) I get it. Yep. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And right now, right now, it's very hard for me to say two. Mm. But I know that I will regret it. Mm. Yeah. Because just seeing Ma as the only child who loves like playing with other kids, mm-hmm. this kid will run. I'm, I don't not take this kid out. He runs to other kids. Aww. Like we're at the Disney Immersive and mm-hmm. he started playing with other people. And I was like, your cousins are over here. These are not your cousins. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because they were just running around and he saw them running. So he started chasing them and laughing. And I was like, I'm so sorry, people. Like, Mm -hmm. my kids thought these are his cousins. They're not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's how I know that he would really enjoy a sibling. But Mm -hmm. like Lynn said, when you have a girl, it's just so different. Maybe because we're we're daughters. Mm -hmm. So we feel like that sisterhood is so important. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I don't really care if my next is a boy or girl, mm-hmm. but if it's a girl, I will. I have the same exact feeling mm-hmm. where it's like, man, they would never know what it's like to have a sister. Yeah. Which Andrew's always like, well, they have a lot of cousins. I'm like, it's so yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, it's yep. so different compared mm-hmm. to your own sister who yeah. you could argue with. Yeah. Yeah. I have the exact same thought too, where it's like, yeah. if it's a girl, oh, yeah. If it changes, it changes. Mm-hmm. You guys will know in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we both say two. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so next question. Uh, because I'm an introvert, what are ways to put yourself out there and not care about what others think? Hmm. I was listening to a podcast today and this was really, really a good insight. She said an introvert is someone um, who has a hard time getting... Okay, no, actually, I'm going to start with the opposite. She said, you have to figure out if you are introverted or um, you have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So social anxiety is something that's always in your way. Mm-hmm. And then an introvert is something that's in you. I think that's what she said. Um, so if you feel like you want to put yourself out there, maybe it's not that you're just an introvert. Maybe you just have social anxiety mm-hmm. because it's what blocks you from being able to do things. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, Lynn's 
Lin's an introvert. Um, I I actually have pretty. I don't think I would have like considered extreme or high social yeah. anxiety, but I do have social anxiety. Mm. Like every time I go to any event, like I have anxiety. Um, or Joe and I are going somewhere, I will just like sit in the, like we're all we're driving there. I'll tell him like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Oh yeah. Like I, uh, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, you know, I just, it just, that anxiety is there. Um, and like every time there's an event, I'm always like, oh, I can just pretend like I'm sick <laughs> so I don't have to go, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I guess I really liked what you said um from the podcast yeah. we took because like yeah i'm an introvert but that doesn't um mean that um i can't put myself out there yeah but um uh, there might be something in the way mm-hmm. which is your social anxiety yeah you know and those two are different things mm-hmm. you know and i think that is um important to uh realize because for me it's like being an introvert doesn't mean that I'm not confident in myself. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I don't know who I am. It doesn't mean that... You can't talk to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Being an introvert just means that, like, um, you don't really need to go out. You don't really mm-hmm. need to be with people all the time. Mm-hmm. That's essentially it, yeah. you know? Or, like, you don't need to be... Your energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't, like, you don't need to be in a place with people. Yeah. Like, you're okay and you can thrive on your own most Mm -hmm. of the time, you know? I think um, when you're an introvert with social anxiety, um, you then can't, like, you freeze up. Yeah. You you can't um, talk. You don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, because you have social anxiety, you choose to just stay where you're comfortable. So yeah. stay at home and don't do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that is very important to see that they, like, being an introvert doesn't mean that you're not confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. Being an introvert doesn't mean that um, you, can, like, you can't go out yeah. and do stuff. Um, all that to say, uh, I think when you're an introvert, um, to put yourself out there is all about baby steps. Yeah. Because obviously you're not used to being the center of, t- of attention. You're not used to, um, being out there, mm-hmm. you know? And so do, th- do small steps to make yourself comfortable. So, you know, if that's like confidence at work, you know, speak like every time you have a meeting, tell yourself, I'm going to say one thing every mm-hmm. time of my own opinion, you know? Right. And as you do that, as an introvert, you're going to be able to be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do more now, you know? And that is exercising your confidence yeah. in yourself as an introvert. Um, if you have social anxiety, um, with like with that scenario yeah then um i would say do that um that's a great exercise too you know mm-hmm. to like just tell yourself okay i'm going to say one thing yeah you know? and that's gonna build um you up as an introvert 
Um, and yeah, I mean, social anxiety is hard because I definitely feel it. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes it's um, like it kind of feels like you have shackles on you mm-hmm. because you're just like, like you you're frozen. Um, but I think like those are two different things to um, address, um, mm-hmm. which is very important. Um, and I think whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you're always going to care about what others Other think mm-hmm. because that's just the way humans are. Right. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so my advice to you is as much as you think people are thinking about you, they're thinking about what you're thinking about them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so when you realize that... Everyone's very self-focused. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's true because if you don't um, realize that now, then you're always constantly going to always wonder like, oh, I said this. I'm so dumb. Why did I say this? Mm-hmm. Okay, I go home thinking that all the time. But Me then too. I realize, what if they weren't even listening? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or they were thinking about what I was thinking about them. Yeah. And I thought nothing of them. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, right. Mm-hmm. So it goes both ways. And I mean, how did you deal with it? Um, you know, I, I, I struggle with this to mm-hmm. be completely honest. I'm an overthinker. Yeah. Like I over process everything like little things. Um, like if I notice that you didn't like my Facebook posts, yeah, I'm going to think about what did I do? Did oh, I make you mad? Really? You know, like I just overthink and overanalyze everything. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for me, like I, I always care about what people think. Um, but like, honestly, um, the way I get out of that is by reminding myself that like, it doesn't matter what they think, Yeah, you know, because the people who matter to like, who matter to me, love me, Yeah, you know, and if they love me, they wouldn't think wrong of me, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's kind of what gets me through is like the people who matter, um, wouldn't, um, feel a type of way yeah with me you know for sure um and then also just like again what we've been saying people if i'm thinking what i'm thinking people are also thinking exactly like that you know yeah like oh my gosh i probably said something really dumb <laughs> you know <laughs> and so it's like don't take life so seriously yeah you know uh is joe an extrovert mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so you know if you're asking in a scenario of dating you might just attract the opposite Mm -hmm. and they will push you or challenge you Mm -hmm. to be outside of your bubble yeah um i mean i know couples that are both extroverted Mm -hmm. i know couples that are both introverted there's really nothing wrong but if you're saying in a sense of like how do i put myself out there and date and Mm. not overanalyze what that guy's thinking of me or that girl is thinking of me like Lynn said, do baby step. And mm-hmm. honestly, they're thinking more about themselves than um, mm-hmm. than judging you. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And if you're like, well, how do I be more interesting? You have to be interested in what yeah. other people are saying. Be interested in who they are. Mm-hmm. And that will make you an interesting person because yeah. then they'll be like, oh, I want to know more about you because you're, mm-hmm. you've been listening to me. I guess because I'm in my 30s. I've always felt this way, though, even in my 20s, where I really don't care 
what people think. Mm-hmm. And I've been in a lot of social situations. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever I would go to like um, some brand collaboration mm-hmm. and I will feel like, wow, I don't have any following. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a high number of followings, but all these people do. Mm-hmm. And when I would talk with them, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't care whether I had a lot of followings or not because they care about who I was. Mm-hmm. And I think that, says a lot um, when you're putting yourself out there in any of these situations, whether that's like going to a homecoming dance or, mm-hmm. you know, going to church, um, mm-hmm. going to a birthday party. You just, you have to realize that if other people don't care, then you don't need to care. Yeah. Just be like, I don't care. I'm going to be myself. Mm-hmm. And the people who loves you, like Lynn said, they will come to you. Yeah. All right, we'll answer the next question really quick because this could be a whole day. <laughs> yeah, this could this should be an episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys asked us if we can do a labor and delivery episode, which I can do that. I mean, do you want to talk about yours or no? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what it was... Oh, and what was your deli- labor and delivery experience like? Yeah, Lynn and I can go on a whole episode about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll probably do one um, mm-hmm. in the future here. But if you guys didn't know, we both had C sections, mm-hmm. um, unpl- or yeah, what? unplanned, yeah. undesired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. undesired. <laughs> um, yeah, and so that was our labor experience. That's what mm-hmm. we. Yeah, we had a um, cesarean. Mm-hmm. section is that what it's called cesarean. c-section yeah cesarean section mm-hmm. yeah um but we will give you guys an episode you ask yeah you yeah. shall receive the next question um it we can be really deep into it too but how did you encounter god um so steph and i both actually didn't grow up in like christian homes mm-hmm. um so um, I started going to church when I was middle school or okay. late elementary. Okay. Um, because family was also going to church. And so my family just kind of went with family. And I think um, that kind of then began the spiral of like mm. getting to know like who is God? Yeah. And why do people go to church? And um, I started getting involved in like church more and, um, ministry um and i guess that's kind of how like it first started for me yeah it's just like why do why are people so committed Mm -hmm. to like church why are they so committed to like coming here every sunday Mm -hmm. and teaching about god and then like you like giving up all their time yeah um and i think um that was kind of kind of how the door kind of opened for me it was just like oh like I'm learning about God and I'm, I'm, um, learning from people like human beings, you know, it's not, and they weren't like fake, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there was that. And then like my family at the time was also going through something. Um, um, my father again was going through, um, what's the word? Like an affair. Yeah. That's okay. A, a, an affair. And like through that experience, I really questioned God mm-hmm. because I was just like, oh, we go to church. Like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And like, how can you help with yeah. this? You know? Mm-hmm. And I think through that experience, like, even though I felt 
weak and alone and um, lost, I also felt loved and found mm-hmm. and comforted. And, yeah. and that was all because of God. And so I think that is how I first experienced God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, um, my sister actually married someone who was a believer. And through that, she, we went to church with her. And mm-hmm. kind of like Lynn, I went maybe I was like 16 and realizing like, okay, I've heard about God my entire life. Mm -hmm. Do I know if he's real? No, Mm -hmm. but do I want to test if he's real? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, Uh okay, at 16, you're not really young, but you're Mm -hmm. not like an adult either. Mm -hmm. So you do have a sense of, okay, I I can choose if I want to see if this is real or not. Mm -hmm. And we went... I think I went one night and um, how I encountered was there was like this altar call and people started praying and crying. And um, my sister went up. So then I was like, oh, am I supposed to go up? I don't know. (laughs) You know, so I'm like, she went up. So I guess I'll go up too. Uh And I just remember sitting there like, what do I do? Like, I'm just sitting here. And then um, my brother-in-law's sister, she came over, right? And she started praying and when she started praying, she said she started speaking life into me. If you're not a believer, like this might sound super out of the norm yeah. or like something you're like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. how could that happen? But she started speaking about my life to me. Right. And she mm-hmm. started saying, like, you've always felt this way, but that's not what God says about you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like you question these things and here are the answers. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like, holy crap, like. How, you don't know me. My brother-in-law's sister, she's way older. Mm-hmm. She's married, she had kids. And she she doesn't really know us, like deep, truly, mm-hmm. truly know us or what we think or what we went through. And when she came and just sat there and prayed over me and started saying all these things about my life that I was struggling with, nothing bad. It was just like I struggled so much of like questioning about life. Like, I just question life because I'm a dreamer, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when she was like, oh, this is like what the Lord says about you, yeah. about your life, about things that you wonder about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do you know these things? And that's when I knew that like, oh, maybe this is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe God and having a relationship with God is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And from there on, that's pretty much what kind of rolled into me believing in God and having a relationship with God more beyond than just like going to church, you Mm -hmm. know, because everyone can go to church. Mm -hmm. It's just that relationship that Lynn talked about where it's like you felt so seen. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And now I'm in a season, I'm in a place where it's like I believe in God because there's hope. Like Mm -hmm. I have so much when there's bad things happening in my life, there's God who I can hope in. Mm -hmm. Like I know there's something hopeful mm-hmm. in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is how we encountered God. Um, yeah. I know we did put this on our agenda of like maybe talking more about our testimony and mm-hmm. why we would choose Jesus. So we will get deeper into that yeah. Yeah. in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the last question that we're answering tonight or today, not today, <laughs> lol, <laughs> is um, friends who turn from their faith, 
What do you do and how do you deal with it? Hmm. This is tough. Yeah. Um, because again, like faith is so personal, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and our encounter with God, as we kind of shared is so different from each other's. And so like, it's a a relationship based. Yeah. So like, um, Stephanie's relationship with God is so different from my relationship with God, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it's hard because all of our friends, all of your friends who mm-hmm. are believers, like they have different relationships with God, yeah. you know? Um, and so it's hard because you can't force them to mm-hmm. have a relationship with God. Um, you can only encourage, yeah. listen, and support um, them in their relationship. Right. So when your friend does turn away and honestly, I've had a good amount of friends. Yeah. Like Stephanie and I went to a Christian uh, college and a lot of the people we went to school with don't believe in God anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, and that is due to, I, I mean, I don't know the answer right. to like why they are where they are now. Um, but I think, um, that's their relationship with God. Yeah. And that's where they ended up, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think, um, when it comes to my friends who no longer believe, I still carry my belief around. Yeah. Like I still, um, treat them exactly the same way that, mm-hmm. that we were mm-hmm. as believers, even though they're no longer a believer, you know? Yeah. And, um, I still talk about God with them too and yeah. how, how things are going. Right. Um, but I think, um, being sensitive to mm-hmm. them in, in the way that it's like, I'm not going to force my agenda on you, my right. agenda of trying to get you to believe again, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but more so it's like, how can my love for you as a friend show you that God still loves you and right. God still wants to be your friend mm-hmm. and God still wants to be there for you. Um, and I mean, I don't know. Some people might not agree with my, my way of going about right. it. Like it might be too soft uh-huh. and gentle, but I think what I've learned um, as a believer is like, God, above all, God wants to love, mm-hmm. you know, God wants his children to know love. And mm-hmm. so I want to love on my friends, right? whether or not they believe, you know, mm-hmm. and my hope is that through their encounter with me, through their um, friendship with me, that they are reminded of comfort. They're mm-hmm. reminded of love. Right. Um, and that they then know God right. because of my actions. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of um, how I deal with it. How yeah. do you deal with it? For me, this question is just so many ways to go yeah. about it. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're asking me and Lynn, this is how we yeah. were answering the way that we would go about it. Because we do have friends who, who has turned from their faith or just hasn't... Um, I don't know what's the word. Um, like they just haven't really invested in their faith, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. as we get older. And of course, 
we totally understand if you're in a grieving stage because your friend's faith is a relationship. Yeah. And when they when they break up with God, mm-hmm. that's like you seeing them breaking up with their significant other that yeah. you've also invested. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, it's like if me and Lynn were best friends and Lynn's like, oh, me and Joe are just deciding that it doesn't work out anymore. Mm-hmm. It, of course, it's going to break your heart because you're mm-hmm. going to be like, wow, like, I love you guys. I, I see mm-hmm. the way you guys love each other. And yeah. that is how we view our friend's relationship yeah. with God. And mm-hmm. I think that acknowledging that as a person, mm-hmm. um, it's okay. It's okay to grieve mm-hmm. that. It's okay to say, you know what, that that's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And um, I don't, I think that when you grieve that and you understand that, then you learn to love them yeah, where great. they're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I speak from a sense of, when Lynn and I was struggling, man, we were like, Lord, if you don't come through, we're breaking up. <laughs> and it, when you can get so close to that point, and then when you have friends that have gone over that point, mm-hmm. you understand them. But if you've never been at the point where you're like, God, I, I cannot with you anymore. Mm-hmm. Because like, I just, you're just in such a bad season, mm-hmm. then you, you don't really understand what your friend is going through. And sometimes I have learned when my friends turn from their faith and if it triggers me and it bothers me, it has a lot more to do with me Mm -hmm. than them. And so I reevaluate like, okay, why does this bother me? Mm -hmm. Like, am I judging them? You know what I mean? Like, am I thinking all all of these thoughts from judgment or am I thinking all of these thoughts from my own personal aspect like lynn said my own personal agenda Mm -hmm. and you can't fix them you can't Mm -hmm. you can't be the one to bring them back um but like lynn said you can encourage them you can love them Mm -hmm. and treat them the same yeah um the one thing i've really learned through the seasons of friends who you know are just taking a step back Mm -hmm. and deconstructing Mm -hmm. and friends who are like you know i'm just really gonna figure this out it's because sometimes maybe they grew up in a church that really screwed them over yeah and we don't know that that's Mm -hmm. that's not our faith that's not our relationship and if they're like taking a break or they're taking a step back um that's fine Mm -hmm. and i think if they never go back to the lord that has nothing to do with you as a friend yeah and you have to really really understand that your friend losing their faith or walking away from their faith has something to do with you. And mm-hmm. it's their choice. It's yeah. their own personal thoughts. And what you can do is be your best self, love them, yeah. and um, don't deal with their situation, but deal with your own thoughts about their situation. Yeah. Because you don't want to drain yourself mentally mm-hmm. to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, like I just cannot with you anymore. Like You're not like a good friend because you don't believe what I believe. Instead... Mm-hmm. When your friend is going to go through something, I truly believe that when your friend is going to go through something like pit bottom, they're going to come to you because yeah. you've been there. Yeah. And I think that's the person you want to be and yeah. that you should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that day ever comes or if that day don't come, like you just be yourself. Yep. Like Lynn yep. said, you carry your faith. You mm-hmm. You love them the way that you would... You did love them before. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I just think about relationship where it's like, oh, if my friends ever break up, mm-hmm. like I would still love both of them because I was both their friend mm-hmm. and I wouldn't treat them any different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So 
Oh, did that make sense? Yeah. No, I thought that was good. And it's it's very good that you like brought it to like a level of understanding of like, yeah, mm-hmm. relationships, what it's yeah. like if two of your friends who you're very close to break up. Yeah. You know, I think that is that gives people perspective because mm-hmm. not everyone like the whole like like let's just be honest here, like having a relationship with God is complicated yeah it sounds so crazy you mm-hmm. know and so when you're able to like um step back and look at it and be like it's very similar to you know like Stephanie said if me and joe yeah our relationship if we fell apart, to, yeah you know? yeah mm-hmm. and so um that just gives us tangible ex- like perspective of yeah what does this really look like me and lynn know because we've had friends like that and mm-hmm. we grieved over yeah. that and there are friends who are like i'm just deconstructing and i just need time away yeah and you just give them the space they need yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just be the friend that you can be and yeah. there's no right or wrong answer there's no correct mm-hmm. way to do this i think how to deal with it is just being yourself yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and loving them with honesty i think it depends also how close you are to mm-hmm. this friend mm-hmm. you can be honest with the loving you know and not honest with an agenda or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so we hope that was super yeah. helpful yeah. um that was really deep <laughs> yeah yeah and when Steph and i saw the questions i was like mm, yeah that's that's a deep question. Yeah, that's a heavy question, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's just things Lynn and I would do in that mm-hmm. situation. Like I said, if you guys don't like what we said, uh, that's totally okay. You yeah. you take it however yeah. you need and, to take it. I mean, we would love to hear your approach too. I mm-hmm. think that everyone everyone would do something different. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, let's hear it. All right, you guys can definitely connect with us on instagram mm-hmm. at the daily gloss podcast mm-hmm. and if you listen on spotify we always have what you think about the episode question box down below mm-hmm. and if you guys can just comment or select the poll whatever fits for you we would love to hear your thoughts we will love yeah. your feedback um thank you guys so much for listening yes yeah, send us more questions yes send us more questions we will probably have a question box below too yes. but before we leave when Linda asked, uh, asked if you guys call it barbecue or grilling, why y'all give us 50-50? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, seriously? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> because me and Lynn is 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. I guess there's no right or wrong way yes. to say it. Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, thanks everyone. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.